0: If this episode is published on schedule, it will be going live the Monday following the weekend where the governor of New Mexico, as it is reported, suspended the Second Amendment for the rights of its citizens. And this arrives at a time right after there was a controversy around Liberty Safes giving away the backdoor in- codes or backdoor information to their uh, their uh, their safes, their their merchandise, so that it would be jeopardizing, in a way, end up jeopardizing some of the security of those who own their products. And it comes at a time in our country where we are seeing our foundations shaken, and it comes at a time after which we've heard many years of Christians calling the nation back to Christ and people saying that we need to return to more maybe grounded reality, or we need to return to more traditional ways. And it brings up the issue at hand, and that is, what do you do when your foundation is shaken? Now, in philosophy, a foundation, what we refer to as a foundation, or what we ground subjects in, where do we understand metaphysics to come from, where do we understand reality to exist, or what is existence, is it simply cognition, these subjects in the technical application of philosophy tend to produce tomes and documents arguing about what fundamental reality is. And it can sound very quickly like a series of technical jargon meant to produce an outcome or... a seeking seeking after of that which is most real. You might have Plato's forms, or the question of the first mover, or where does physics come from? Mm -hmm. The idea of natural philosophy, the term natural philosophy, predated science, or what we called science to understand what the natural or created world, or how the natural or created world functions. Science, in the same way, natural philosophy, is supposed to be a endeavor in which how uh, an endeavor to try to understand how the universe functions. But what we've realized and what we're encountering with, say, the governor of New Mexico deciding that her citizens, by executive order, uh, no longer can carry their firearms by either concealed or public—well, they can—but there will be repercussions or there will be a, let's call it a jailing, there is is a a thing that feels betrayed in us, that our government no longer is functioning in our best interest. But we would be fooling ourselves if we were to say that this is the first time. In fact, if you go through Twitter and you go through the history of the internet, it is not an anomaly to hear people say things like, did you actually ever trust the government? Or don't you know that the government can't be trusted? Haven't you heard of MKUltra or Waco or any event or series of events or series of documents or series of explanations arguing that the government is not trustworthy? And if we were to want to have a long conversation about theories, conspiracy theories, conspiracies, and decisions that were made by unelected bureaucrats that affected our lives, we would be having an entirely different conversation than this one. Because, as it stands, the question arisen is, if you put your faith, if you had put your trust in government, what then follows? If you no longer can trust your government, then what do we do? Or maybe a more important statement is how much of your fundamental understanding of reality was grounded in the actions of government? Do you really believe something deep down under all of your auspices? Let's call it auspices. Underneath all of your auspices and layers, do you really believe something like there is no truth but power? And if you were to believe that, what are the consequences? But we can change this, this, this conversation. We can turn it into a metaphor on how we think about relationships. Let's say you've had a friend, and that friendship has gone on for a long time. But at some point in time, that friendship, in that friendship, you get betrayed, whether it's a catastrophic betrayal or something small. What it leaves you with is it leaves you with a sense of brokenness there was something that was true yesterday, that you had a friendship and there was trust between those, but that trust is broken. Aside from maybe efforts to repair that friendship or give them opportunity to earn their trust back, whether that's in a relationship or otherwise, what it can do is it can produce a sense of cynicism that nobody is trustworthy. So if we were to start from, if we were to apply that to this, the example of what we're talking about with government, we could say that, well, this person did something wrong, therefore everybody in the government is wrong. And this is not intended to be a defense of the government or the government's apparatus. Instead, it's rather how we think about the world and our relationships. In a, in a cynical argument, a cynic will say that just because I was betrayed once, twice, many times, then the concept of trust must not exist or should not exist. I ought isolate myself in the woods with a bunker and so on and so forth. But that creates an emptiness. Perhaps you could say this in the sense of ideology, and in fact, I will argue that we have seen this in ideology, that we have done the very same on the meta level as a culture. We placed our trust too much in rationality, too much, as if the rational mind could solve all problems, and the great betrayal of rationality call it World War I, or what proceeded in the early years of the 1900s, broke that trust. And as a culture, we began to abandon any sense of reality. And that progressed through the 1900s with various highs and lows, various hiccups and experiences that continued to reinforce that concept, whether it was the Department of Education, or it was the Cold War, or it was racism, or the civil rights act or the rise of communism whatever it is whichever one that we're talking about and there ones that there are certainly events and ideologies that have more to blame for this than others what it produced is what people call postmodernism and if there's going to be a postmodernism there has to be a modernism and then if there is an era called the modern era what about the premodern era if we have history, maybe we live in a post-historical age where history doesn't matter yet, or it hasn't been written enough to a succinct level where it will have meaning going forward, but there was a historical era, what about the prehistory era? And so as we were looking at what happened in New Mexico, when a governor decided to write by executive order something that has been called a federal crime or a felony of sorts we've we've seen that called already the question that we are faced with every one of us is how then shall we live we can make calls for law enforcement to do this or politicians to do that or governments to do this or communities to do that but we have to ask ourselves how then shall we live and to get to the root of how then shall we live we are going to ask the question what then do we believe when our sense of con- or our confidence in our beliefs is shattered? Now in the case of the government, there is that I'm going to return to that sort of histor- hysterical or historical cynicism and this historical skepticism that is that the government is approached with and recognize and I want I want I want to basically argue one thing specifically in that case, which is, There is this mentality that arises from time to time, especially after events like this, that approaches more of the mocker and less of the wise man, which says, it scoffs almost about, well, you can't trust the government. And the entire argument is based on the lack of trust of the government. And it creates a worldview. It builds a metaphysic almost around this idea that doubt is the first reality. Doubt is the first reality. The foundation of philosophy. It is the foundation of one's worldview. The only thing that we know is that we can't know anything at all. There is no such thing as observation. Don't trust your lying eyes. And while we may come to a point, and we may oftentimes return to that point, where we do not have a trust in government, simply having a lack of trust as your foundation turns out to have disastrous consequences it may be the case that you trusted the wrong people or you built your worldview's foundations on the wrong ideas. That if we just got along, everything would be better. Well, I mean, sure, that would be nice, but it's not the reality that we live in. The idea, the fool's idea, that we could just simply get along without a commonality upon which to get along on is the fool's hope. It returns to that issue of the multiculturalism argument, which leaves us bankrupt because we're trying to acquire the fruit without the vine. And so, it raises the question then, if you can't trust the government, what do you put your trust in? And the cynic will ultimately be forced to say, I can only trust myself. And that is not only a lonely lifestyle, but it isn't even a solvent one. It's not a Consistent or steady argument because you did not build every part of your house, you did not build every component of your life, you do not exist in an environment where you can have omniscient understanding of the world, you do not live in a place where you can always trust your own judgment. And so, we rely on others as not only allies in the sense of those who encourage us and drive us to better living, but we rely on others so that we may actually continue to live on this world. So, if the, if the erosion of one's trust in government is complete by the actions of a few poorly actor, poor actors within government, and they, the immediate solution is to place your trust then in a community, we are talking on a political level. But what happens when we continue to apply that upwards, ever upwards, into our philosophy and our understandings of metaphysics? What is it that we put our trust in, or in more important words, what is it that we put our faith in? Because if you trust only yourself, then your faith is effectively in your own decision making. And any honest person will recognize that if they look at their own lives, they have not always made the right choices in every spot. Some places they were lacking on information, in some cases they simply chose the wrong thing. They chose to do the wrong thing, despite knowing what the right thing to do was, regardless of how we came to that conclusion for the sake of the argument. And so, the world then, our world, if it is shaken up under these in these positions, if we encounter that the... The, the future that we thought was real is no longer real to the extent that we thought it was, whether it's not a potentiality, whether it's not something we can achieve, then we have to ask ourselves, what is it that we are seeking after? What is it that we are placing our hope in? Hmm. And it comes to pass that even when we place our hope In the wrong categories, it feels quite a bit better than having no hope at all. But setting your hope on things that are setting your foundation on sand does not make the house stand. In fact, it might be there for a while, but when the storms of life come crashing in, that house will fall. So if you've built your house on sand, then the question is what do you do next? And for many people, it appears to be hopeless. They have no direction. We have nothing left in which to build our foundation on, and that is where the call to action arises. As a society, and as individuals in that society, we can choose to place our hope in something, if we place our hope in government as we, experience through, as we have observed through time, it is like building our entire worldview on the hope or the faith in rationality. And once our rationalism fails us, then we are left with nothing. We are left with a pit of despair. We are left with the abyss to look through, and that abyss can be navigated, but the cynic says it shouldn't be. Why should I try? why should I continue on? Why should I humble myself? Why should I try to seek out relationships and try to make my world better? It's all hopeless, you say. Maybe the decision that you had made became hopeless, but that is not the same thing as giving up entirely. And if you continue the chain Let's just say, you know, let's let's let if we continue the chain, we have to build the chain first. But the chain of hope, right? You think about it as a human being. We 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 first, are a chain of trust, even in that way. First, we we learned we learn to try to trust our senses and be able to test that trust, and then we add other people to the mix to enhance or expand our ability to navigate the world, and then we recognize that people are fail, are are in, are not perfect. And so we build systems, whether they are laws and governments, whether they are communities and rules. And then we recognize that those rules are made by man, so they have a fallibility built into them. And we continue going upwards and upwards, trying to improve those systems, which is worth doing. And it is it is almost our responsibility, not our faith, to continue to try to improve the world around us, and as you continue climbing higher and higher and higher, you can go to governments, you can go to ideas, you can go even higher, eventually you're going to have to ask, what is the ultimate thing that you trust? What is the ultimate thing that you say, when I cannot see, this is where I go? And you can choose to put your faith in many things. You can put your faith in a hope for tomorrow, a better future, the universe of the Star Wars coming to pass, or space travel, or science, or whatever you want, but you, that is the crux of being human, is that one part of being human is that we place our faith in something. An animal a, a, an animal that lives by instinct does not, is not afforded the choice of what they place their faith in, but a human is. One of the things that we've seen in history, whether it was uh, Aristotle's argument of the rational being, is that one thing that makes mankind different is not only our mind, but what we choose to do with that. We have the choice to place our faith in something, and from time to time or throughout our lives, we continually experience that things that we had put our faith in, we no longer can do so. And sometimes that comes across because we are betrayed, and sometimes that comes across because we were naive. And those are not the same thing. They can happen at the same time, but they're not the same thing. And so when the governor of New Mexico decides to, as it's quoted in media, suspend the Constitution for its citizens, the citizens of Albuquerque, we recognize that there is something higher than the governor that would be that Im- imposes that as a betrayal, or as uh, as as working against the way things should be, and how we understand what that thing is is part of what runs our lives, and we understand that so many of our rights, our ideas of our rights, and our existence and our values, existence not only comes from our, our ability to choose, which is. dependent on a creator that chose that allowed that created the option of choice, you have to, you have two choices: a creator or determinism. And then we and that is where we find ourselves at today. If our only hope is a better tomorrow because we can create a better government, we will always be finding ourselves in this place. It doesn't mean that we do not make striving efforts to improve our world and our government, including our law, but we recognize that that is not the thing that we put our hope in. Maybe we put our hope in the thing that grounds our justice system, or is supposed to ground our justice system, which is some sense of morality, some sense of rights. And then we have to ask ourselves where those rights come from, and ultimately, you will find your God at the end of that chain. Whatever it is that grants you your rights is, or whatever it is that rights are grounded in will become or is functioning as your God in the same way that whatever you understand morality through or whatever is the ultimate point at your your uh, hierarchy of values is functioning as your God. And so we all worship something. We all do. Do we worship the spirit of progress as touted by characters giving colorful speeches in support of gun control or do we place our trust in something that grants us the right to make choice to exist with one another do we have the choice to be voluntary voluntarily participatory in our community or is that participation at the barrel of a gun real or metaphorical and that is where we will find ourselves that is where we find ourselves today after this sense of betrayal and, and challenge, but that is not the only time that we will find ourselves in this position. And when we come here, we have to ask, what is it that I put my faith in? What is it that I ultimately trust? And if we take the time to resolve that conflict, because it certainly is uncomfortable, if we take the time, we settle down that sense of knee-jerk reaction to throw out everything, if we settle that, that, that spirit of, I don't know, a cynical radicalism, I, I don't even have a word for it anymore, if we, if we settle down that cynic, instinctual cynicism and we decide to instead choose what we are focusing on, then we will have then we will find something more true to ground our spirit in ground our heart in ground our future in and so that is how i want us to start this week and i mean i know i say i want but that is the exhortation of this monday is look into yourself and ask yourself what is it that you put your faith in and if you say something like god The God of the Old and New Testament, then do so. It may take time, it may take effort, it will cost energy, but that is what we have to build our true foundation on. And from that foundation, we may come to discover that our rights are granted to us by our Creator and cannot be alienated by the actions of man, only that we live in an environment where it's not always convenient. So with that being said, my exhortation to you today is go forth and conquer. Go forth and engage in what you understand to be right and true and seek after others so that you may sharpen your iron on them. And as we see the days pass before us, we will remember that our foundation is not simply in this world. With that, being the, with that being the case, and if that is how we are going to close, go forth and conquer, and we will see you soon.